welcome to Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the Word. And today, for this message, I always try to go to God and ask God, Lord, what shall I speak unto the people on this day? And God simply told me to tell you this, that if you will watch this one thing, I will change your life. If you will just watch this one thing, I will change your life. And the one thing God spoke to me for you to watch, simply doors. Watch those doors. And in Genesis 4, 6, the word reads, And the Lord said unto Cain, Why art thou wroth? And why is thy countenance fallen? If thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted? And if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door. And unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. Let me read that passage in the New Living Translation. You will be accepted if you respond in the right way. But if you refuse to respond correctly, then watch out. If you respond correctly, you refuse to, then watch out. Sin is waiting to attack and destroy you, and you must subdue it. Sin lieth at the door. Watch those doors. And this is the first mention of door, but it's also the first mention of sin. Watch those doors. If you will watch this one thing, I will change your life. Sin lieth at the door. And God spoke to me. He said, look, don't, don't get deep with this. Don't deal with trying to deal with the higher level spirit. You know, you got the doors of the eye. And the no, just deal with the plain, regular, wooden, and glass, and metal doors. Tell the people to just watch those doors. You see, Satan is at one door. And Jesus is at the other. Jesus said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him and will sup with him and he with me. That's a, that's a spiritual door. But God wants you today to just watch those doors, a physical door. I mean doors made out of wood, metal, glass, and sometimes even plastic. Just watch the physical doors. There is a, there's an oriental art called feng shui. And it's, the, it's an ancient Chinese discipline that fundamentally deals with the placement of stuff in homes and in offices. And the first foundational principle of feng shui is it says, if all possible, place your desk in a position that allows you to sit with your back to a wall or corner. And it says, this will create a sense of security if you must sit with your back to a door, hang a mirror in front of you so you can see anyone coming into the room. It basically says, even when you set up an office or a room, never sit with your back to the door. The fundamental principle of this old Chinese art says, watch those doors. So if you watch doors in your life, God says, I, I'll, I'll make a great change. I'll change your life if you just do this one thing. If you watch those doors. First door you need to watch, you need to watch the door of your house. I mean, you need to be careful about who comes into your house. Just, just watch the door. 
This is not deep and spiritual and all that. Just the regular front door or whether they come in through the garage door. And sometimes we have people sneaking in through the back door. Well, just watch those doors. If you watch who comes into your door, if you get this into your mind, just to watch those doors, if, if they can't see people these days, they don't, they don't come in through the window. Now, sometimes if something happens, they may sneak out through the window, but they don't come in through the window. If you just watch the doors to your house, and if you are careful about what you let come through your doors, watch those doors. Sometimes people, we know when people shouldn't be coming into our house. I remember when I was single and I had taken a vow of celibacy. God told me just one thing. He said, do not let a woman in your house. Just one simple thing. He said, basically, watch your door. Just don't let a woman into your house. And as long as I followed that, I was fine. Long as I followed that, I was fine. Long as I watched those, he just gave me one. He didn't get all deep with the stuff. Oh, I want you to come before me, my child. You know, all he said was, don't let a woman into your house. Simple as that. Just as simple as that. Simple as it can be. He told me to watch your doors. Don't let a woman in your house. As long as I followed that, I was fine. And then the old sin at the door went to whispering and said, well, you've been doing this thing now for over a year. You're strong, boy. You, you're good. You, you're holy. I, I know what God whispered to you, but, but that was the old man. You are born again new now. You've held up. You've proven some things. God told me, don't let a woman in your house. First time I violated that. Not the second or the third time. First time I violated that, I didn't make it. God said, watch those doors. If you watch the doors to your house, you keep a lot of headache and, and pain. You know, even, even in the old folklore, even Dracula himself could not come into your house unless he was invited. Vampire had all these powers, and sometimes that old folklore stuff, it has a lot of spiritual truth to it. Even the worst and the most powerful and the most vicious, the oldest vampire in history could not come into your house unless you invited them in. See, there are some things people, they, they, we, we hear a lot about these home invasions. There are some home invasions, but most of the homes are not wrecked due to home invasions. They're wrecked due to home invitations. Home invitations destroy a hundred times more homes than home invasions ever will. This stuff we invite in through the front door. So God says, just, just watch those doors. If you even just watch your car doors, about who you let into your car, or whose car you get into. I, I, I want you, God just wants you people to just physically visualize. He doesn't want all this, there's not spirit. Just visualize just the door. Just the handle on the door. You got to open that door or pull that handle. See, all my, all of the doors, you have to push or pull. None of the stuff is open sesame. All of the doors, you have to put some physical effort to push or pull. And God just wants you to just watch those doors, even the cars. Some of you wouldn't have gotten in some shape you're in there if you hadn't gotten in that car. Just watch those doors. There, there are gateways and portals and there's all kind of spiritual stuff but just the practical everyday thing of just watching 
The doors. You need to watch the doors that you go into on Saturday night. Saturday night is perhaps one of the biggest trouble nights with people. But if you just watch the doors where you go on Saturday night. See, there are some doors, people. We know when we walk through the doors, trouble is on the other side. There are some places you go on Saturday night and you know without question that beyond these doors is a very high potential for trouble. Without question. There are just some, there, there are some people's houses that you go over and you know when you knock on the door. There's trouble behind that door. If, if you just watch the doors where you go on Saturday night, you know when you go into a club. You know what's behind those doors. You, you, and, and, and you're talking about, you know, I, I can't find a good... You're looking at them behind the wrong doors. So if you're behind the wrong doors, just watch your doors. There, there are some things that are just... You know it before you enter you need to watch the doors where you go on Saturday night. And then God spoke something to me that was kind of unusual. He said, you need to watch the doors where you go on Tuesday night. I said, Tuesday? What does Tuesday have to do with anything? And then I began to see, see, a lot of us get in trouble not on Saturday. We get in trouble on Tuesday. It's right in the middle of the week. There's nothing particular special about it. We just get in trouble on Tuesday. You know, it's a regular ordinary, nothing special going on, but on Tuesday we're going somewhere, and we know we have no business going, and God just wants you to do the simple thing of watching the door, and every door that you go into, if we just had the mentality to stop before this door and ask ourselves, do I really need to be going through this door? Do I really need to be going through this door? Do I really need to be going through this door? Or, or do I really need to open this door? Some of this trouble would never come our way if we just don't open the door. Watch those doors. Do you know we even need to watch the doors that we go through when we have money in our pocket? One of the top resolutions is to be, get in better financial shape. And, and, and one of the biggest reasons that we're in bad financial shape, it's, most of the time it's not that we don't earn enough money, is that we spend too much. You know when you're standing on the door, looking through the window, with stuff that you do not need, that you cannot afford. You know, and see, if we don't walk through the door, oftentimes what messes us up is we said, I'm just going to look. I'm just going window shopping. I'm not going to buy anything. And you walk through those doors, and before you know it, you have pulled out your visa, and you have pulled out your MasterCard, and you are then no longer the master, but you become the slave, just even with your money. And it makes a huge difference when you've got some money, as soon as you get money on Friday. It makes a huge difference which door you stand in front of. There is a group who will stand in front of the spending door to go buy clothes and shoes and hats and cars and all this stuff. And there is another group that will stand in front of the bank door and they go to make a deposit. And which door you enter will make a difference in which way even your financial direction in life goes. Watch those doors. When you put your hand on the handle, ask yourself over and over, every time you get ready to go through a door, do I really need to go through this door. One of the 
other biggest uh, resolution of the top two, one is to make more money and the other is to lose weight. Do you know if you watch the doors that you go through to eat, it will change the way you look? Do you understand? I mean, there are some places and you know when you go through the door, you cannot get anything healthy to eat in that place. You, you pretty much know when you go through the door. So if you, if you, even your refrigerator is a door. And see, what you put in the door will make a huge, if you just watch those doors. My, my wife and I, we were out the other day and we, we, we had just left a restaurant and there was a barbecue restaurant right next to it and the fumes from the barbecue were just all over everywhere. And my wife said, ooh, this stuff really smells good. And see, the, the smell of that barbecue would have a lot of people and they're going to be standing right there at the bar and they're going to open and they're going to walk right in and as a result, they will eat things that's not going to be healthy for them. Even if you just watch the doors to where you go just to eat, it will change your world. And not only do we need to watch the doors that we go into, we need to watch the doors that we walk out of. There are a lot of people who are walking out of doors that they have no business walking out of. Watch those doors. Right now in America, especially among our people, most of the men have walked out of the doors of the house. And they walked out of that door and generally have walked into another door that's not too good. God says, watch those doors. So if we watch what we walk into and we watch what we walk out of, it will change our whole world. Just the doors. And, and I can understand why sometimes God has to break some stuff down to where we can see this stuff just in plain, everyday, non-spiritual practicality. When you put your hand on that handle, you need to know where you're going and to make a conscious thought about it and to understand the consequences of going through that door. How many of us have walked through doors and regretted entering that door for the rest of our days? See, sin lieth at the door, but that's with everybody. The problem is not that sin lies at the door. The problem is going through the door. See, as long, see, as, long as sin is laying on the outside of the door, you're fine. Because it's going to always be there, people. I'm going to tell you that right now. Just because you're in the ark of salvation, need not you think sin is not lying at the door. Sin is lying at the door for every single one of us. And God is simply saying, watch the door. You don't go to sleep at night without bolting your door. Not only do you bolt the door, you bolt the door, put the chain on it, and cut the alarm on So you understand there are some bad things on the outside of your door that you don't want to get in, well, that same thing is true on every single level of our lives, people. God wants us to watch these doors. He wants us to make sure that what we do and where we go and the places that we enter into and the places that we exit out of, we think about it before you do it. See, and that, that's, that's the point I want to impress upon you today. If you go through a door and you know you have no business going through I want you to think about it before you go through it. Now, it can't stop some of you from going through it, but at least I want you to think about it. I want you to walk through this thing with full knowledge that I'm getting ready to mess up. And, and sometimes, people, we do that. We know good and well, I'm getting ready to mess up. 
When is the last time you've done something you knew right before you knew before you did it? I'm getting ready to mess up. Some, sometimes I, 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 I've done that myself. I knew before I did it I was getting ready to mess up. But God wants you to at least think about it and give you an actual physical image to relate to. And that is the image of the door. And some of you, this message is going to save you because you're going to stand right there at that door and you're going to say, I remember Pastor Nathaniel preaching about this a few months ago and I'm standing here at this door right there. You're going to stop right before you knock. And you're going to remember this message right before you knock or right before you push the button. You're going to remember this message. And it's going to come to you and your mind will snap and you will say, I don't need to go through this door. I don't need to knock on it. I don't need to ring this bell. I need to turn around and go back. God wants you to watch those doors. You see, the door that he has for you, he can never take you into that room if you have gone into another. See, in order for God to take you where you want, to, where he's supposed to have you, he's got to move you from where you are. But some of us have walked through the wrong doors or we keep walking through the wrong doors. Some of us, and some of us, God has us in the place where we're supposed to be, and we're getting ready to walk out the door. People, watch those doors. Watch those doors. Watch those doors. Just a, it's a real simple thing, nothing heavy, nothing deep, but it's something that you will remember when you get to that door. There are going to be some cars pull up, and you're going to look at it, and this message is going to come back to you, and it may be years later. And you'll see that door and almost be like it's something written on the door that'll tell you do not open this door. There are some things people were not supposed to open, were not supposed to go through, and were not supposed to go past that threshold. Do you know that's why even when you marry, the man picks up the woman and he carries her across the threshold. There's a whole reason for that, of going through that door. When we go through certain doors in our lives, walking in or walking out, and there are some doors that we need to walk out of that we're already in. Watch the door. And you need to know which side you're on and what's on the side that you're on. Sin lays at the door, but so does Jesus. And that choice has always been open to us. Of what, you remember they used to have a program and you'd have three doors to choose from? But the problem is you didn't know what was behind the door. You can pick door number one, door number two, or door number three. That's not the way it works in the, in the world. You know what's behind the door. You know what is behind the door before you open it. You know the choice between the satanic and the divine before you open the door. You don't have to question it before you take that snort. You know which one that is. You don't have to question it before you walk into that apartment where you know you're not supposed to be. You don't have to question it. You know what's behind door number one and door number two and door number three. You know it before you go in it. God does not want you sitting with your back to the door. He wants you to watch those doors. And he wants to order your steps. Everywhere you go, everything that you do, and he wants you to be conscious of just this itty-bitty, simplistic thing, just watching the door, just watching the door. You know, the old people in the country used to do that. They were, well, you couldn't sneak up on them. They, they would watch the door. They would watch. See, some of that old stuff is, is old. You all know some of the old you They used to watch the door. There, there's, there's an old mother wit principle behind some of this stuff. Just watch the door. I can't say, just, that's all God wanted to say to you today. Watch those doors starting into a whole new season. He said, I'll change your life if you just do this one thing. Just watch the door. 
Just watch the doors of where you're going and what you're going to go into. Just watch the doors. Just watch the doors. Just watch the doors. And if you open your mind to his voice, you hear him say, my child, this, this door is not a good door for you. This, no, this, this door is not a good Some of the young people, you want to follow your friends out into the street and you walk out of the door of the schoolhouse. And you walk out of the door. And as a result, it changes your world just because of the choice of doors that you choose to go through. What you walk into and what you walk out of. And you can choose, you know, the, the second mention of doors in the Bible. The first mention, sin lieth at the door. The second mention of door in the Bible was the ark. And God told Noah to build an ark with a door in the side. And when the time of the flood came, it says God sealed the door. And if you didn't walk in that door at the right time, you didn't make it. First mention sin. Second mention salvation. Both of them doors. And it's biblically significant because that's what we face today. And often that whole choice is physically manifested and represented by the physical doors that you choose to go. Not, not, not spiritual. The physical doors that you choose to go into. For those of you here today, for those of you listening and watching me electronically, from this point on, every door that you walk into or walk out of, God wants you to watch. God wants you to analyze. God wants you to ask yourself, is this door divine or demonic? And the demonic things turn away from. And if you just watch the door, he says he will change your life. We thank you for joining us today at Brothers of the Word. Because brother, you need the Word. I'm going to ask Pastor James to close us out for today, and we're in good time. One thing that he has commanded us to do from this point on, beginning at this day, every service, three out of four services, we must end on time. So one thing about it, you can tell your friends to come, and you can guarantee that with the Ark of Salvation, come we've got two synchronized atomic clocks on the wall, so we can look at them. It's 1218 right now, but we know at 1230... You can have, if somebody drops you off, you can say, look, you can pick me up at 12.31. Take me 60 seconds to get out of the church, but we're going to be out at 12.30. So you will know that we will be out of the ark of salvation without question. You'll know what time you'll be able to come out of the door here. So we just thank you. And I want to just thank all of you for the help that you gave us with the business anointing. I want to thank those who were obedient who did not come. Because I asked you, if you didn't have a business, don't come. Because I knew we weren't going, and we didn't have a single seat to spare. Every seat was taken up upstairs in the balcony, downstairs. There were, we had people standing up in the fellowship hall. So if you had been disobedient and come, you would have taken up someone's seat who needed to be here. So I just thank you for following directions and being obedient, and for those who worked so diligently with the business anointing. And we're already getting testimonies coming back in from what is happening with people's lives and their business from that New Year's Day service. So I thank all of you so much for that, Pastor James. This ends message number 5461 by Nathaniel Bronner Jr. To hear other messages or to send this message number 5461 to a friend, simply go to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com. This has been message number 5461. Watch those doors.
Listen to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com often and keep your spirit charged up.